The following is a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC 90.3 FM. Welcome to the Wesleyan Airway, show where we get to meet with so many interesting people and talk about such wonderful different ideas. Today, I have brought back what I can describe as only a, a legend, and it is always hard to describe a legend, but I want to introduce Bart Darrell, the former president of Kentucky Wesleyan College, who is now the vice president of the Commonwealth West Healthcare Workforce Innovation Center. That's quite a quite a mouthful. Bart, I know you've been extremely busy. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, <laughs> it's great to be back here in the studio where uh, we did many of them here during my presidency. But the legend piece, you said, I don't call him other than legend. I'm, I'm going to introduce you uh, to a lot of people that will call me a lot of things less flattering than that. So there, there is a variety of names for me. You, know, you, you, you really are a, a legend here, and, and you're still so well-beloved. And I, So I have to ask, you were never in education prior to the presidency. Is that correct? Uh, on, the, on the edges at best. Yeah. Yes. And, and, then, and then you when you left the presidency, which you did leaving this institution in just a, a great place, you went back to law. Yes, and now you're with Owensboro Health. I'm not going to try to repeat what I just said because I'm not sure I could. But what area is that? That is basically a combination of a lot of things. It's a combination of um, education, of course, because mm-hmm. we're working with Westland and other four-year institutions and all the community colleges in the 16, 17-county area. But it's also health care. Mm-hmm. It's also uh, economic development. It is uh, obviously workforce development. So it's a combination of just about everything I've probably ever done, including law. And, and I wanted to bring that back because I, I think when people talk about you here on campus, the passion you had for the education of our students, the passion you had for uh, how the institution interacted with the community, and the passion you had just for how higher education is working in this, I think that that all shows through in your new position. So tell me a little bit about what you do in the new position. Okay, what we're doing is we are creating this innovate healthcare innovation center for mm-hmm. the best way to describe it for folks. The goal is to address in our part of Kentucky uh, the healthcare professional shortage. And we all know it's not unique to Kentucky and certainly not western Kentucky. It's something that is occurring worldwide, certainly national. And we could sit around in our area and wait for somebody else to figure out a solution to it, or we could take it on ourselves. And Owensboro Health and some of the higher ed folks, including Westland, decided, you know, we're going to do it ourselves. And so what I am doing um, is leading the effort to create this center, which involves all of the K-12 schools in our area and the higher ed. Now, as a lawyer, as you know, a good part of what I did in my law practice was represent school districts. So I have experience in higher ed. I have experience in K-12. And so that's why they came to me to ask me to get involved in this. And it's uh, it's fascinating work. Uh, we are going to have some of the, as you, you know, being on the board of this, mm-hmm. uh, this, this 501c3 corporation that operates the center. We're going to have some of the most incredible technology anywhere in the United States. Probably the combination of what we're going to have here is nowhere else in the country. So to answer your question, and, and briefly, it's a, it's a really unique, one-of-a-kind at this point, healthcare innovation center to help provide better health care for people in this part of Kentucky by 
increasing the pipelines that are producing the healthcare professionals. And I, and I like, as you said, it, it, it's probably unique in the nation. And that's one of the things I've noticed. I've been in Owensboro now for about three and a half years. And one of the things I've noticed is when, when a problem arises, Owensboro doesn't yell for help. It, it, it basically says, keep out of our way. We're going to do this. And I hope you want to join. You're exactly right. And uh, that's kind of been a double-edged sword for Owensboro. Because uh, when I was here at Wesleyan as president, we, we went in a, well, I guess it was about six years ago, we went to Frankfurt to talk about well, some resources we thought should be coming in to hire mm-hmm. ed that maybe were not. And after the meeting was over, uh, one of the pe- pe- persons in that administration at the time said, uh, you know, you're, you're at Wesleyan in Owensboro, right? And I said, yes, sir. And he said, well, we like Owensboro. And I said, well, I do too. Why do you like it? And he said, because you all just find ways to get things done without any help from us. And I, it hit me wrong. And I said, well, that's really not fair because we shouldn't be a victim of our own success and ingenuity. I agree. So we're really excited about this particular initiative because uh, for a change, the state of Kentucky has made a big investment in Owensboro. Thirty-eight million dollars they're investing oh, in this, this project, and this—it's uh, a long-term project. Don't 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 think we're just building a building, and we can talk about what we're doing that way. But we're going to have a center, a building here, but we're also going to have tentacles that go all out into the rural parts of West Kentucky to help all of us. And so I'm very grateful that the state of Kentucky has recognized the talent that is here in our area not just in the higher ed folks like you and, and, and your leadership, but also in our kids. And and that's, that is so important. So I do want to talk to you a little bit about the building. Now, Owensboro Health donated the building. It, it needs to be renovated to fit basically what will be a uh, an educational medical site to be shared by the different entities yes. who are utilizing. And that, that goes all the way from K through higher education. Is that correct? That's right. It, the center itself, our 501c3, it's not about us. We don't give degrees or give certificates. <laughs> we are going to create this for the educational institutions. And they it will be belong to you all, all yeah. of us. And uh, so, yeah, and then we're going to figure out a way to streamline and make more seamless that K-12 to post-secondary process in Kentucky, which every state has trouble making that Most trouble certainly. making that happen. But, but this is a real opportunity for us here in this part of Kentucky to show everybody else how that really ought to be done. And it's already started, of course, with some of our collaboration on coursework. Well, the excitement you've brought uh, to that to that area has just been it, it, uh, it's, it contagious, is, is the word of which I think in a very good way. And I know already uh, we in Brescia are, are looking at different programs that can come along. And we have a couple of programs we want to bring forward ourselves that we couldn't do on our own. But with a consortium, with what what it is you're helping put together and and Owensboro Health, we can get this done. And it's going to help generations of students. It's life-changing for so many, Uh, not just the people that are going through these programs at Westland or Louisville or wherever, community college, wherever it might be, but also with the people that live in our communities because their health care is going to get better. You bet. Their kids are going to have more opportunity to get great careers. Um, and, and, and along that point, I want to make, make this point about Wesleyan, for example, our four-year institutions. You know, we still have a lot of people in this part of uh, Kentucky who will be first-generation college students. Mm-hmm. And college isn't for everybody. I'll be the first to tell you that. But I think continuing to be lifelong learner and continue to be educated is for everybody. Yes. So if we have somebody that says, hey, I want to go try to be a laboratory tech and uh, take advantage of this healthcare opportunity here— you know, a light bulb can come on. Yeah. 
And we might be sitting there talking about the next great neurosurgeon that might come out of Muhlenberg County that would then follow on up after they get that certification to be a lab tech and be at Kentucky Wesleyan, because, you know, we, we get our kids in med school, and, and go on from there. So there are no dead ends on this. Right. It is all seamless. It's all transferable. It's a pathway to whatever that person's aptitude and interests are. Well, I, and I love the fact that you point out that it is seamless because if, it, if for that person going for that laboratory tech degree, they're going to be exposed to everything around them. And, and that may strengthen what they want to do as a laboratory tech. Or as you said, it may they may look around and go, oh, my gosh, I never tried that. I, I want to do that. And, yeah. and you just keep building and going and, until you are a yeah, renowned you're, you're, neuroscientist. You're, you're spot on there. And the other side of that is, too, as important as it is for kids to maybe say, oh, I didn't know about that. I, I do have that aptitude. I right. do have that interest. We also want kids that think they have an interest to find out that's not me. Correct. And with the, some of the technology that we're going to have here, some of the virtual experiences that are going to be part of this education, kids are going to know. Well, you talked about, if, if we can get a little morbid, uh, you talked about the virtual ca- cadavers mm-hmm. and, and the 3D cadavers. So if a student thinks he or she wants to be in medical school, they don't have to see a real cadaver. They, they can see his virtual and know f- almost immediately what it's going to look, how it's going to look in, in a, an emergency room or in a, an operating room. Yeah, it's, it's truly incredible what the technology has done. And, you know, I was one of those kids when I came to Wesleyan. I knew I wasn't going to be in the sciences because, quite frankly, that's where the smarter kids were. And I, and I wasn't <laughs> going to be in that group. But I promise you, after seeing some of the how real some of this virtual <laughs> stuff is— It'll run me off anyway, because we have. It, we're probably going to have things with the smells and the sounds of an ER. I mean, it's it's going to be truly incredible. Yeah, that, that is that is amazing, and I am so humbled to be a part of that. Um, I want to get away from that a little bit. You were at Kentucky Wesleyan College for five years and extremely beloved. So I'm going to pick your brain a little bit. In those five years. What were some of your highlights? What when you when you think back, what what do you like the best about those those five years? Uh, I would be the first to say oh, I'm going to qualify my answer. Uh, <laughs> I'd be the first to say that I was not your conventional college president, as you said. I had no I had no uh, experience in higher ed administration to speak of. Um, so I knew what I knew how to do, and that was I thought help build culture. I felt like that we needed a jump start here at Westland. I was a student here, as you know, I grew up around this campus, and I know what this place meant for me and what it did for me. Um, and so I think there are a couple things, but first and foremost was just getting as you get to do every day, walking this campus yeah. and hugging on kids. I mean, I'll tell you right now. It, it, Anybody, I hate it for people that haven't had that experience because it's truly something else to be around young people, bright, energized, focused. You know, they never age; they never they, get tired. No, they just, it just, <laughs> it's just inspiring. But I guess specific things I think would probably be. Uh, I am, I'm pleased that our group, what we were able to do with the Wesleyan Way. Uh, and for those who did not know, uh, Bart Darrell is the one who introduced the Wesleyan Way, the four points of the Wesleyan Way, which is stronger now than 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 ever in terms of how we want for the community to really follow the that that virtue. So that that was game changing. That that was one of those seminal changes that you get at an institution. And, and I and I wouldn't say that I made it up. I probably put names to it: the support, comp, you know, uh, do things with honor, uh, compete with integrity, and love each other and tell each other that kind of thinking. Uh, but it was just I, I thought about what did I get out of Westland, and I did that honestly. 
in about five minutes before I went out and gave my first speech to the entire college campus because uh, I didn't know what I was going to say. And uh, it was mind-blowing how quickly that spread. It was almost overnight. And I got lucky there as a president. The other things I guess I'm uh, probably most proud of is I feel like we had a little more institutional swagger. Okay. There's a reason that you go to a college. And I wanted to make sure that our kids knew why they were here as opposed to somewhere else. And that's why when we'd have high school students and their families come for their college visits in big groups like that, I, I always said to them at some point, you know, you got a choice to make here, a really important choice. You can either choose to be one of us or you can choose to have to compete against all of us. And I said, I wouldn't want to take that second choice. And <laughs> I think that uh, institutional swagger, I know it's not a higher ed term, it's not very technical, but I think it is critically important I, for a college I to grow and thrive. I would agree. You have to be proud of where you are. You have to, when, as I always, uh, one of the things I tell people is you can go to college anywhere, but Kentucky Wesleyan College is, is truly an experience and an experience that will change you for the, yeah. for the better for the rest of your life. And yeah. there are places that, and you know, you've been much more than I have, but when you become a college president, you go to a lot of college campuses. I've been to campuses that have maybe more bells and whistles than we do, or everybody's got more of something, yep. but there is no place. And I'll debate this with anyone and when. There is no place that has the package of what we do for young people and yeah. helping them realize, number one, who they are, number two, where they want to go, and number three, how to get there. Agreed. Agreed. I've never, I was smitten the, the first time I stepped onto campus with the culture of, of this place, with how the students treated me. And I, I have to qualify that I was here the Sunday after homecoming, generally not when the students are at their sharpest. And we, we ran into groups of students going through. I don't know if it was set up or not, but they were wonderful. And it was not a group of students I would have predicted to see on other campuses. And it really is unique here. And every day, as you said, when you were president, you get to walk around and meet with the students. That is really the highlight of it. I think if that isn't the highlight of your day, you should never be a president. <laughs> no, you need to find something else to do yes. with yourself. Uh, yeah. Because you're wasting your time. Yes, you know? I agree. Uh, but I, I will say this, when I knew that it was going to be time for me to move on, um, the uh, I got to look at the resumes of all the people that were applying, they, the, the board asked me to you know, help them. And I read yours before I'd ever met you, and I said, that is going to be your person <laughs> right there. And uh, it turned out I was right. And, <laughs> uh, and it's been, I want to say selfishly, people ask me, people are, I don't know why they are, but sometimes people are surprised when they, when they see you and I do things, how we interact, how we do things together. And they say, wow, we didn't know that college presidents that well, they didn't work like that. And I go, we do. We do. I mean, no, I, that, I, I would have it no other way. What, but, but you weren't just a college president. No. You were a student. You're an alum. You were a board member. I mean, this is this My institution school. is you bet. Mm -hmm. And and it will. I love this place. Do not get me wrong. This will always be more your school 
than mine just by virtue of the time you get to spend here. Well, it better be. And, I mean, there's something wrong with me if it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> but but I've taken it in as my family, and, and I protect this place as my family, and I always will. Well, but my goodness, I, I can't think of a better partner to have. And I, for one, was, was when, when your name came up for Owensboro Health, I will, the resume, I didn't even look at your resume. <laughs> I said, if he's in the pool, offer him the job. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm, I am going to have to say this since we're on this. I, I have been so grateful um, and so proud of what you've done. You, you have taken what little I was able to contribute from a leadership perspective and taken it to a whole nother levels. And that's what I wanted to happen. And and I'm just it just warms my heart when I walk this campus uh, now and I realize that all the hard work that, you know, my group did. And I'm like you. I was. I surrounded myself with some really talented people. That is the best thing. Thank you can goodness. Do. Yeah. Yes. And but to see what what you did with it and have, what the level heights you've taken it to and where it's getting ready to go, I, I'm just so happy. It's, well, you stand on the shoulder of giants it's, it's, when you're looking over. So I, I thank you for where we where we were. I'm going to change topics again. Yeah. You have some sort of relative. Who's playing in the major leagues? Not in the major leagues yet. Well, he's minor in, leagues, he's with professional league baseball. Yes, yes. He's with the Los Angeles. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, yeah, my son Michael. He is uh, a rookie with in the Los Angeles Angels organization. He is a pitcher, and uh, we're going to knock on wood if I can reach over here because the season's been going on about ten days now, and he is uh, he has given up no runs and wow, he has ten strikeouts out of twelve outs and. Uh, so he's off to a flying start, and but baseball's a weird game. Everybody's really good at that level. But and I did get to see him for the first time as a pro. I went out for opening weekend in Southern California, and I got to see him strike out three. That's great. Uh, and, and then tenth inning to win it. Uh, so it, yeah, I'm really proud of his perseverance, and he spent a lot of time hanging around this campus. And, I'm sure he did, uh, and he <laughs> he loves this place as well. Now you played baseball. I did. I I was a. Uh, I was a player at Davis County High School. I maxed out there as, an, I guess, an average center fielder, but I love the game. Well, I heard there was a little push and pull between whether or not your son could strike you out. Well, that was started by this other radio station in town that <laughs> had him on the show and suggested that maybe I had said I could hit his slider, which his slider is was fifth-ranked slider pitch if, for baseball fans out there in college baseball last year when he, did, uh, when he was at Jacksonville University in grad school. And... Um, uh, yes, I did tell him once I thought I could hit it. And they decided to bring it up on the radio during his interview. And Michael <laughs> said, well, I think that would be a waste of everybody's time to set that up. <laughs> and that, that's the kind of respect I get. from. Well, um, I'm going to tell him right now on this radio show that I have firm belief that you could hit his slider. <laughs> I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him it's out on the airways. But I want to say this, though, since you brought up Michael, he, he does have a lot to do with uh, our views on education. Mm-hmm. And I was really pushing Michael all along. I said, please get your education. I, I think you do have a chance to play professional yeah. baseball. You know, you're six feet five, you weigh 225 pounds, you throw a fastball 95 miles an hour. Yes, you probably have that chance, but I really hope you get your education. And he completed his master's degree before he went pro. And he was always rolling his eyes at me when I would harp on it over the years. And, uh, he called me from the locker room out in San Bernardino, California, and he said, hey, I think I'm the only one in here even close to an undergrad degree, much yeah. less a master's. And I had a lot of pride in that. When he said that, I thought, there it is. Finally, he's acknowledged 
that I was right. And I said, well, Michael, I guess I don't look so stupid anymore, do I? And he said, well, not for that reason. I hung up well, you, on him. You, you have to love the respect we get from these yeah, kids. All of none. But, but really, you know, the, the, the reality, they, they say when you look at the percentages, 5% of high school kids go on to yeah. play uh, college sports. Yeah. And then 5% of that, at best, go on to play any type of pro sport. Yeah. And a much smaller percent actually make money doing that. Yeah. And, and so the chances of somebody actually going pro and making a living off that is extremely small. It's extremely small. It's it's so remote. It's not even really worth talking about. Right. And, and we we do have uh, an issue. I think more in the last ten or fifteen years, where because of the advent of travel sports and yeah. youth sports, people don't realize how hard it is. Uh, Michael made it. Yes, he's very talented, but he also made it because um, other people fell off. Yes. As much as you want to talk about your talent, perseverance <laughs> is a lot of it. Oh, so, yes. Sometimes if you're still standing, you get your shot. So I think there's a good lesson in that for people uh, in any, when you're a college student, in you know, whatever career you're in, you know, if, if chemistry is hard and you want to go to med school, stay with it. Let other people back off. Yeah, they, there were much brighter people than me. Uh, both at an undergraduate and graduate level. And and you're right, they just didn't have the perseverance to go. So, but yeah, the, the numbers are so small. I, that's why I really pushed him hard to get his education because he has a different kind of pressure in professional sports now right? than the other guys do. He has got his master's degree in his pocket. He is on, as we might say in Vegas, he's on house money right now. Yes, he is. And everybody else doesn't have plan B yet. Right. And so it's a different, he can play looser. Yes, I was just going to say, it actually takes a lot of pressure off him, so it 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 works out pretty nice. We are about seven minutes uh, over our our, allotted time, and and, and we need another half an hour at least. I want to uh, bring you back again, but I'm I'm getting stares through the window. So I'm glad it's you now, not me. (laughs) I am so happy that you agreed to join me. I want to give you the last word on the show today. Okay, well, I want to talk about a great event that's coming up at Westland. Uh, 28th of April, the President Circle Gala, which we started, I can't remember, my second year here, maybe. And you all have just done an amazing job with that. And we're going to have a, a big time, and it's a great Wesleyan celebration. I've heard your whole family is coming in. we got a lot of them coming in. So we'll, we'll uh, entertain so, them well for but, you. But that is a great thing, Wesleyan. And, and again, in closing, I just want to say that um, there is no better place to get a college education in Kentucky Wesleyan College. And this place, from a leadership perspective, could not be in better hands. And uh, from certainly our board of trustees, but uh, you, sir, and your leadership, and I salute you for it. Thank you, and uh, you're much too nice. So for everybody out there, be good to each other, and most of all, be good to yourself. And until next time, thank you. The proceeding was a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC. Cannot be reproduced, rebroadcast, or recorded without written permission by the show's host, WKWC, or Kentucky Wesleyan College.